coming up. Some of the free lockers aren't so free anymore at Universal Orlando, and we are going to head out to Universal for some plant-based food. I know, sounds delicious. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 201 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Ryan Clavin, a.k.a. Ryan the Rhino Clavin. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Sounds very wrestler-esque. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to get that stick. So everyone, now that when we're like in the parks and stuff, people will be like, it's the Rhino. The, the Rhino. Yeah. There is only one. Yep, and, and there should only be one. But welcome to this week's big blowout, episode 201. I told you that we are going to have our big massive show this week celebrating over 200 episodes of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition and unfortunately once again we just did not bother planning so <laughs> I didn't remember until we started recording <laughs> yep well I I, uh, I kept thinking about it all week I was like what could I come up with that's really good what can I come up with that's big well actually uh, the good and bad news is we are going to be going on hiatus for the holidays a little bit sooner than we expected not this week this isn't the last show of the year uh that actual final show will be next week it will be uh i, I don't know what the ex- exact date on that is i think the the six plus seven is 13 so the 13th <laughs> will be our final uh our final show of of the year for this one so that episode 202 will go out on a big bang with with that one so uh yeah this one's just going to be your standard boring episode i know Eon, but uh, it's going to be a good one still. We have a engaging discussion coming up here uh, to kick off the show, and then after that, we are going to jump into our in-the-park dining review of some plant-based food options. So mm-hmm. Universal's making a push to add more of more plant-based food options on onto their menus. So uh, after months of ignoring it and uh, saying, you know what, no. The, the the meat eaters need to survive the plant eaters need to need to starve off like the dinosaurs get burned up all that uh we're finally going to come around and and give them their fair dues so we're going to do that in just a little bit but yeah i mentioned it on the top of the show we have to talk about this the current locker situation that is going on at universal orlando Drama. so rhino did you see this did you hear about this i did yeah it's, well somebody on twitter tagged us in a tweet that's how i first got word but you probably heard from others um that they're starting to charge two dollars for a locker rental on the ride yeah for, for the is it for all or just the larger ones? for the large lockers so uh let's let's start at the very beginning for those of you out there who aren't as common with universal maybe planning that first trip uh not very aware of it never had to deal with lockers anything like that but uh so universal orlando is very restrictive with their rides in terms of what you can bring onto the actual attraction. So I know I know for those of you out there who go to Walt Disney World all the time, Disneyland, you're used to being able to bring your giant, I believe that was my 
phone. I apologize for that. Uh, if you go to the Disney parks, you're probably used to be able to bring the largest backpack in the world that you can possibly even carry around all day with any attachments, anything like that. And you can keep it with you on every single ride. And the upside down ones, which is crazy, isn't it? It, it is to think about in that way. Um, and But that's that's just how that's how Disney parks work. So a lot of people are used to that. They go to Universal for the first time, and they go up to a marquee attraction like the Incredible Hulk, uh, Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, Harry Potter, and the Forbidden Journey. And they say, well, why why can't I take my bag with me? And on some rides, it, it makes a lot of sense why you can't take your bags with you, mm-hmm. um, especially an attraction like Forbidden Journey. I, you know, I uh, very open about my time there and talking about it. Some of the most frustrating, uh, engaging moments with guests was when they would make it all the way past the lockers, past every checkpoint uh, that they would go through and make it up to the point where they were about to sit down on their bench and they made it all the way onto the belt. And then they open up their coat and they have a backpack strapped to their front and you have to pull them off and well, why can't I take this on? Well, it, you'd first off all the way backwards. <laughs> yeah. This stuff's going to slide right out of you. Yeah, it's like first off, oh, it's it's on your front. I'm not going to get the harness down correctly. Yeah, with that way. Okay, I'll put it on my back. Well, you're not going to fit in mm-hmm. then, and I'm not going to be able to get it on. Okay, well, why can't I just set it on the floor? Well, this floor is actually going to disappear, and you're <laughs> going to lift up in the air, so you're not going to have your stuff. And some people, like, once they didn't never went on the attraction, so they didn't really know what it was like. I'm like, right. oh, okay, I understand now. Fine. Uh, others just, no, I, I want to I keep it with me. I don't understand this. So it's, like, I've been on that frustrating end to it. So luckily with, like, metal detectors at some of the bigger attractions and stuff, it's, it's made it an actually smoother process because now it's like, okay, well, you're not going to make it through the metal detectors with anything at all, bags, yeah phones anything like that so you have to use the lockers so all the attractions where you have to use free lockers uh they were free because you can't carry anything on the rides because of the type of ride or the or restraint system any it doesn't matter what reason why Could yeah, it your just pockets been, had to yeah. be empty so it was like nothing in the pockets nothing on the ride yeah, well and, uh, and that's even the next level because there's some there's some attractions where you'd like forbidden journey they do have a you can keep stuff in your pockets for the attraction, or you can use the little pull-down compartment on the back of the bench that. that everyone won't. Well, it's a secret. Because anyone who puts their stuff in there usually forgets, forgets it, it on the yeah. way out. So uh, a lot of situations, just easier to keep stuff in your pockets. But an attraction like that, it's like, okay, well, you can still keep your phone with you, but something like the Hulk, Dragon Challenge, when that was still there, Rip Ride Rocket, uh, those you have to put everything in. Mummy's another one where it's like you can still keep your phone with you. Men in Black's the same way, just no big bags, anything like that. Uh, but so, yeah, if if you had to put your bag in a locker, it was free. All the lockers were the same size. They're around, I believe, 11 inches tall by maybe like 10 inches wide, and then I'd say a good a good foot in foot and a half deep yeah, maybe a little deep. bit less than that but decent big size lockers and um then you know it's if you you didn't use it before um a lot of the old methods with the lockers thumbprint never worked if you were smart you would wait to input your numbers um and 
make your lives a lot easier, but I'm not going into a whole how to use Universal's crappy lockers. Technically not Universal's, Smart Cart's crappy locker system that's just utilized by Universal. Anyways, Universal started making uh, changes to the locker systems, uh, and I can't remember how many months ago it was, but uh, a new type of locker popped up that was a lot smaller, like more uh, post office size mailbox. Um, we're talking maybe I think they're a little bigger than that. Yeah, I want well, a little bit bigger, but we're talking uh, height on it, no more than six inches. I would say probably around like five inches in terms of height on those lockers. I can't remember. I mean, I've used one before, but I, now I'm questioning whether I used a larger one or a smaller uh, one. So I don't know. Well, yeah, the the. Small, the new small ones, those, I would say they're probably about six inches tall. They're the same width as the old lockers, and they're the same depth. It's just, they've basic, what it essentially is, they've taken, like, two large lockers, and they cut it in half and made two small lockers instead. So, um, those are currently now still free. Like, Men in Black has them, um, and... Oh, those are small. Yeah, they are small. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Where they're like the mailbox. I'd say they're like a little, like if you've ever had a post office box, I'd say it's twice the length of a post office box, but still the same height. Like you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, there lots of lots of lot more lockers are able to be added because of it. But however, now they they still do have large large. Uh, Lockers, lockers available to be used but now the large ones if you have to utilize them they are going to cost two dollars whereas the small lockers are currently free and that's obviously caused a little bit of an outcry because well it's it's now like a little bit of a punishment for like oh i had a bigger bag and i need a bigger locker but now I, I'm stuck paying money because of what I brought to the park. This it bothers me a little bit because it makes it almost seem like there's an issue with backpacks. And I do understand in this day and age with security and all that stuff, I will s- still say that Universal has better security system in place than Disney because of the everybody yeah. goes through an x-ray machine and metal detectors. So there's no hiding anything on your body or whatever. But I like they're they're making it out to be like strollers aren't the real problem in the park. Backpacks are. And I'm thinking, like, I and this wasn't at Universal, but it was at Disney. But I was just like, man, there, I couldn't move in a store one day because it was like strollers, ECV, all this stuff. Nobody's backpack was hitting me. And now I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I Why are people being penalized for bringing a backpack to the park? I'm somebody who brings a backpack every single time. You know that. It rains yeah. here. I don't want my camera to get wet. Yeah, and I mean, but usually, like, I, I will say, if we brought our, like, if we brought our good backpacks that carry our cameras and multiple lens those will not fit in these lockers however usually when i bring that gear i'm not trying to go on attractions and stuff i'm usually here there just for like photography or video stuff uh purposes so you know it's like if i bring that i'm not going to be going on a lot of rides anyways but i you know they can fit when i bring like my small i have a drawstring backpack I know that it would fit in there perfectly. Um, I've my, never my had... backpack, my regular backpack can fit yeah. in there. Yeah, and like, like your Rocco's would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know that I I don't have the refillable popcorn bucket or anything. I know I've read on the oh, the pass holder point. page that people are 
if you take the lid off, people are able to get their popcorn buckets in as well as like their refillable cups. But obviously, those have to go in sideways. Yeah. So you have to pour out your drink. Yeah, and or if, if you have residue it. in it, it's still gonna. Yeah. It might get in the locker too. So like, eh. there's way to, ways to make these work. Um, I think this is uh, just from working at Forbidden Journey again. I cannot tell you the amount of people who did come in who needed the bigger like they need bigger lockers we never we didn't never had small lockers at forbidden journey we only ever had the large ones and i cannot tell you how many times an hour that we would get people who had a bag so big that they wouldn't even be able to get it in the large lockers and then that would create the next drama of okay well what do you do with the bag if you leave it behind in a locker room or anywhere else we're going to find it, and even if we know it's that person's, we still have to go through our protocol of calling security. Security yeah. comes, picks it up, takes it to the front of the park, and then they can retrieve it later. It's a headache. Uh, so that's – or the other option is you do a baggage swap where uh, you know people – you don't have to have a little kid or anything like that just so you can do a rider switch. You can you can make rider switches happen uh, if it's for large bags, large plushes that you may have worn, wanted a carnival game, or even if you have a, an older kid who's afraid to go on something or can't go on something because they get sick. Universal comes up with options uh, to, to make everyone uh, able to to experience what they, they want and can to experience. The issues when you get into, oh, okay, I brought this big hookan bag that can't fit in a locker, and uh, I'm all by myself. Then you have to deal with that. But that didn't happen. I mean, it happened a little uh, regularly, but not like not an everyday occurrence. And then there's even bigger lockers out at the front of the park that you can rent for all day, but it costs money. But yeah, it's it's kind of crappy. I, in my opinion, like I, 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 there must be like an issue or something like that, or maybe they're just like it's a money grab or something. I guess, but it's like I can see in this picture I googled locker new lockers at the Mummy Universal Studios Florida. There is a group of two, and essentially it was a fanny pack going in the larger locker. And I'm like, okay, you shouldn't, you don't need that locker. You need the small locker. And I'm like, so are people getting penalized? Like, is it trying to get people to be like, okay, well we there's not enough of the space when people need it. So we need to charge for it. And I'm like, well, who loses out on that? The people who need the space lose out on that, not yeah. the ones who don't. So it's, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it because if the option was like, okay, take the bag on with you. It just, it just, the it's 2018. The average person has stuff in their pocket, you know, on like the Hulk, whatever. I get that you're saying the smaller ones are free, but I want to bring a camera, take pictures of my family. Like I'm, there's no scenario I'm there with my family without my camera. And, like, my camera could probably fit in it, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I – it feels very restrictive. And it's just a shame because I, I feel like they were able to add more lockers because they got rid of how many big ones there were. Okay? You have yeah. long locker lines. You have a lot of – and you have a lot – during busier times when all the lockers would fill up, I can't tell you how many times I had to stand in Forbidden Journey's locker room – and just like shaking my head at people. Ugh, yeah. Same thing at Dragon like, Challenge. Get where out it's like, of here. Well, it's like, like one person in the party can carry everything. Well, it's that. But then they get up to the lockers and they're like, they're all gone. They're all gone. They're all gone. And everyone, and I'm like, yeah, you have to wait till someone gets back. 
And there was times where we'd be at the bottom of the stairs, like begging people, like before you look in the gift shop, please go get your your yeah. your crap out of your lockers because we need those lockers. So I understand that it, like the the smaller lockers did help in terms of that of not running out of lockers because you're you're adding extra ones. But it's like you know maybe add an extra team member being like okay you get a big locker you have a right. fanny pack Some, one that phone can sort them. Yeah. you get a small locker go through that method sort them out and cuz now i feel like it's it is not i'm, I'm never going to say it's discrimination but it is making me want to never carry a big backpack anymore in case i i go to universal and want to ride well, this big ride oh guest starring Pete Werner in this <laughs> <Yeah>. episode <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. Hey, Pete Werner in the house. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I believe actually the releasing date of this episode is Pete's birthday. It is. So, so. happy birthday, Pete. Happy birthday, Pete. Um uh I, I'm I'm just thinking you brought it up before the show we were talking about this that our friends with like dietary restrictions like it, I I think about it like you have said they could use a medical locker but yeah. you know we have a one friend Ashley who has uh, one of her kids has some pretty severe allergy related stuff but then like i think about katrina like she what if she wants to bring a bag with like the snacks and stuff but i i don't i don't know like sometimes people need a backpack i don't think there's anything wrong with a backpack i i you know people ask what's in it all the time for me my rain jacket the the uh hand sanitizer wipes and like stuff like that so i don't i i it's not like i'm being excessive with what i bring it's just i don't want to get wet and yeah. like i need to, i want to have a backup especially this time of year where it's like hot in the afternoon but cool at night i don't want to carry my jacket i want to throw it in there yeah. or my merch that i'm buying throughout the day hello so uh that's where we will uh that's where we'll kind of say you know be be aware of this now if you do need the big locker then you might have to yet you might have to pay for it that two dollars so i don't know if this is just a test or if this is going to stick for a long time but regardless it it is happening so please be aware of it and be it like rhino just said be aware of it with what you buy in the park there are some wand boxes that won't even fit in the large one unless you like turn it yeah, the right way yeah. so even with that maybe utilize package pickup at the front of the parks or if you're staying at the hotels do that uh in terms of if you don't if you can't fit everything in a small locker your options like i've i've said are to you can either pay for the new bigger lockers you can pay for the all-day lockers at the front of the park that come in multiple sizes and you can use that as a back and forth um so there's always that option too if you have someone you know that's not going to ride a lot of the attractions utilize them as a the bag holder the everything you know find them a nice bench to sit on and make sure they have everything or utilize the rider swap option where someone can hold it while you go in and trust me universal team members will accommodate you in that situation if you can't fit your stuff in a locker they will help you out so it sucks but it's the life we live in right now so we'll have to deal with it and hopefully changes come hopefully everyone's vocal in a positive way towards guest services not positive about the change but you know not yelling at them calling them idiots yeah, for changing yeah. it if you want to give feedback absolutely reach out to universal you can write to their guest services you can tweet at them and they'll they'll get in touch with the right areas too you can make your your voice heard in that way and maybe something will come of it but be polite about it 
everyone's just trying to do their jobs. This, right. This the person mo- you're talking to isn't directly responsible yeah. for that change, but they can send it where it needs to go. Exactly. That you you said it very eloquently when I couldn't, so I appreciate you for that. But uh, we're going to move on from this conversation and move into our in-park dining segment. So away we go out to Craig and Rhino in the field. We have made it to Universal Orlando. We are at Universal Studios Florida in particular for our plant-based food adventure tour. Yes, yes. And uh, so we're going to try one plant fa- plant-based plant-based food item and then we're going to go try another one. We're going to start with the option that is available at Mel's. So it's the chicken wannabe, yeah. Yeah, it's the chicken with an apostrophe and no e and I'll be honest, it's my first time that I'm ever going to have one of those weird chickens things. I've always avoided those. I don't think I've had the chicken. I've had like the Impossible Burger, yeah. not at Universal, but I've had an Impossible Burger. You know, vegetarian burgers, but not a one that's supposed to mimic chicken. Yeah. So, it's first for both of us and we'll see if we like it. So, let's head on over to Mel's. We have our vegan chicken sandwich here chicken and avocado sandwich it is fully vegan so what's on top of it well we have lettuce we have tomatoes we have pickles all hiding underneath that chicken without an E and then vegan cheese and avocado on that bun served with french fries so it is a it's actually probably the most appealing thing that I've ever seen that we've ordered from this place, believe it or not. <laughs> but it's not just about what it looks like. It's about how it tastes. So I'm going to cut through here just briefly, and then I'll... <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Fry hamburger. I'm just gonna check both. Yeah, there's like no. This was really improperly cut. Oh, I see. So I apologize, but I'm gonna try to distribute. Oh, little fry over there. I'm gonna. This is probably what is considered even. I am now just butchering this sandwich. <laughs> it's happening. I'm trying to be fair, and. My fairness is really going crazy. My goodness. Can't decide if it's louder in here when there's people or it's empty. I think when it's empty, there's a very harsh echo. So, now that I just ruined that, let's look at that. So, nice different in layers, textures. I'll be honest, that chicken does not look appealing. But I guess it's not chicken, so it's fine. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm going up in the world. I'm trying something new. Okay, I'm liking it on the first bite. My initial thought is, I can't believe it's not chicken. can't believe it's not chicken. Also, the avocado, like, I'm pretty sure it comes from a bag. It's not fresh. But it's actually, you know, it's not bad, too, so... Slightly bland. I will say that. It feels like they're missing one ingredient to, like, take it up to the next level, but 
overall, so far, I'm actually okay with this. So, but I want you to try it now, Rhino. The thing I'm more concerned about is the vegan cheese. I don't always like vegan cheese. You know what I think it's missing? An onion. Yes. Like something that gives it a little crunch or just a little bit, little burst thing because it's like we said, the avocado might be from a bag, but it's fine. It's good. The cheese is actually pretty good. I actually don't think it even needs the cheese. Agreed. I think get rid of the cheese because the cheese flavor is very present. Um, and just give me an onion. Give me a red onion. Just we don't even cook it. Just raw red onion on here, but. Um, it does, like, the texture of the chicken, it's pretty close. It's it's like as if, um, it's almost like after Thanksgiving and all the turkey's been cut and you've got, like, the extra, like, pieces that are around and you make the sandwich out of those. That's this kind of vibe I'm getting from this chicken, but it's pretty good. I mean, I see what you're saying. We're like, the patty itself might be lacking a little bit flavor, but this is better than that weird vegetarian thing I got the last time we came here. Um, this is definitely like 10 steps above this. Like, the bun is actually pretty good. It's nice and soft. Everything's warm. Um, nothing tastes like old or anything. It's actually pretty good. So, I, I uh, in the end, I actually enjoyed that sandwich quite a bit. Um, I did too. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's just that I'm hungry. I don't know if that's the same for you, but I feel like I'd actually come back and eat that again if I felt like I needed something healthy-ish. It tastes like, honestly, if you didn't know, you'd be like, oh, this tastes like maybe it's a ground uh, chicken patty yeah. versus just being like a breast or something like that. So it does taste like it's got the best parts of the chicken, I, but that's good because it's not chicken. I still didn't genuinely ever feel like it wasn't chicken. It To me... I know it wasn't chicken, but it did taste like chicken to me. Yeah. And I didn't have the, like, I didn't even really taste any difference in the cheese. I have before. <laughs> oh, hey there. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Nothing? Just, just hanging out? Yeah, say hi to everyone. So for everyone listening right now, you're very confused. One of, uh... One of the creatures who lives under the sea. SpongeBob's friends here. Is, yeah, right behind me currently. And everyone who's watching this on video already understands it. And <laughs> and the fish loves you. Yeah. So, on and roller we love skates it too. too. Yeah. yeah. Fish on I'm roller impressed. skates. Yeah. <laughs> Very fancy. So, <laughs> oh, bye. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen here. Exactly. That was fun. Yeah. I. I thought everything was real. Did not realize it was all vegan. Like I did from the menu, but could not tell just by taste. So, yeah, I will, and we will say we said it after too. Uh, you probably heard it in the video, but the atmosphere in here is a lot better when they're like blaring the best Christmas songs. Yeah, ever. exactly. So. so, and that was like twelve forty nine annual pass discount if you ask for it. So, not a bad deal either. Comes with fries, and yep. So that's that. So we're going to move over to our next... Oh, there's another fish coming. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we're going to move over to our next food stop at Richter's Burger. And there's the Impossible Burger over there. So let's go. 
So we're inside of Richter's, or Richter Burger, um, in our favorite spot, the second floor, which was open today. And um, we got the Impossible Burger, which was described as follows. Plant-based burger, follow your heart cheese, and veganaise with fries. So the veganaise being like a vegan mayonnaise, but this is the most naked Impossible Burger I've ever gotten, but that's because they have the toppings bar here. So you can get lettuce, tomato, onion, some pickies. Then you got your uh, may regular mayo, mustard, vinegar, what have you. But I feel like to start off, we should try a, just a regular basic bite of this fella here. So I'm gonna go in first things first. I just touch this bun and it feels a little, little more stiff than the other one. Right there, okay. All right, so let's see. Fairly looks just like beef. Beef. A lot of that veganaise on there. So. Alright, first bite, you know why the, the vegan A is, is like intensely garlic. Um, there's a lot of that on there. Um, the Impossible Burger Patty is pretty good. This is not the best of the Impossible Burger Patties I've had though. It feels like it's the Impossible Burger but cooked in the standard to which Universal cooks all their burgers. So I feel like it might be just like a little bit overcooked. It's not bad. Just a little bit overcooked. I'm gonna load it up with some stuff, though, to spruce it up, because I, I do think with just the veganaise cheese, I'm sorry, the follow your heart cheese and the veganaise is not enough. I like to have a little tomato in there and some onions and give it a little more, a uh, little bit of stuff. Um, one thing to note about the Impossible Burger is like the texture is very similar to me, except it's got a little bit almost like, uh, it's almost, I wanna describe it as like crispy meat, but, um, Craig, I'm going to let you take a bite of this and let me know what you think of your naked Impossible Burger. I'm not nearly as uh, schooled with as you are in the Impossible Burger, so this is only like my third or fourth one. Maybe. I can't remember for sure, but this is how I take all of my burgers. I lie about it on the show normally. You know, I say that I like really interesting burgers, kicked up not to the next level. No. I like some mayonnaise, I like some cheese, and just a patty. You're basic. Delicious. It's the way to eat everything. It's like your your basic cheese sandwich as a kid, where it's just the, the bread, a piece of cheese, and some mayonnaise. Ew. Yeah. That's a thing? That's what happens when you're a picky eater as a kid. Oh, God. Could even be Miracle Whip. Think oh, about God. that. Oh, God. So, I get what you're saying with the without the toppings. It is super garlicky. I am a garlic aficionado. Uh, I, I don't even know if that's a, the best way to say it. I'm one of those people that it's like, okay, well, what am I making tonight? Doesn't matter what. There's going to be garlic in it. Like I have when I make omelets in the morning. I put so much garlic in it that I could probably kill a vampire all the way out in Transylvania. I know. Come on, right? But, so all that being said, I'm still going to add stuff on top of this, but I will reserve judgment in pulling it off. 
because I really just like it how it is. It's super garlicky and mayonnaise-y, and the cheese is just kind of getting lost in it. But the Impossible Burger, I, I will say, I'm digging it, but I see where you're coming at with it. It feels like it's there wasn't a lot of justice done with it, but it's also not bad. But we'll keep eating. We'll toss it up and put toppings on, and we'll keep eating. There it is. I just needed a little bit more texture in my burgers. Like, I'm not a plain burger person. I like to always have the lettuce, tomato, and onion in there. This is pretty good now. Those are just for the eating. Oh, yeah. No, these are just for me. I love pickles. That's how I get my all my sodium in the day. The good old... Dosage of pickles. So, okay, so I, I didn't, I might have a few stray onions in there, but I did the lettuce, the tomato, and then I ate pickles on the side. We'll see if I am happy with my choices. And I want to tell you, you're right. But you're right, it does add a little bit more once you get the extra flavors and textures in. I'm very happy right now, though. I think we should finish up, and we will fill you in when we're all finished. Rhino, where did you land on the Impossible Burger by the time we were finished? I said when we were done, it's funny how the vegan food is better than the regular food at both of the places we went to today. Um, in my opinion, like unless you're like somebody who's like the aficionado like uh, to use a, one of Craig's favorite words, unless you're an aficionado of the Impossible Burger, I honestly don't think you're going to be like, oh, that's this is different than whatever. It was an Impossible Burger cooked to the theme park standard of the burgers, and it was good. I liked it a lot. That vegan A's on there was really good. I thought the cheese in this one definitely blended a lot better. It stood out a little bit more in the chicken, but I would get this again. Yeah, I dare I say that... Well, I do agree with you that I think their vegan options are better than their regular options. I dare say that this may end up becoming one of my go-to meals oh, when vegan. I'm here is the, the Impossible Burger. I thought that vegan age just it was good. made it really delicious. And on top of it, like, I wish I could take the vegan A's over to Mel's and put it on the chicken. With that avocado, I think that would just be Get out of this world. Get the cheese, put the vegan, the vegan A's on it. You no. got yourself a hit. I might just ask for the vegan A's regardless of what I get anywhere. If they have it, I want vegan A's. I'm all for it. Cook the dip in the french fries. Yeah. So, I... Yeah, I, I think we have our answer there. Well, Both of these are good options. And the best part is too, they really weren't more than the other than the other options. I mean, this was 11 11 something with the annual pass holder yeah, discount. Yeah. It was 12.49 regular again, so. so I felt like I we got I thought we that for a theme park price of what we got, yeah. we got what we paid. We like that was good. Yeah, was we got good. we got what we paid for plus a little bit more, I'd say. Yeah. I'm very happy with it. There is still a lot more vegan plant-based foods around Universal that they added. I know there's like a pasta one over in um, over in whatchamacallit in New York here. Why can't I think of the name? Oh, uh, Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Over in Louis. Uh, it's like literally right in front of me with where we're standing right now. I can't think of the name. But yeah, there there are still a whole lot more things for us to try in this realm. So until we run out of them, we're going to keep eating them. So that's it for right now. But we're going to send it back to Craig and Rhino in the studio. Rhino, how do we always have such a great time? I just don't even know. 
Good. <laughs> Excellent. It's well, weird how my hair is a lot shorter yep. because I got a haircut between then and now. That's the second time this happened yep. recently. <laughs> Apparently, I have this like tuning fork about yeah. knowing when we're going to go to a park. And I'm like, ooh, better shave the side of my head. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> so thank you so much for going out into the park with me and uh, experience some food. And thank you to everyone out there who listened and watched to this episode. So uh, that's going to do it for this one. But uh, in the meantime, if you need more information, head out to disunplug.com and that's where you can get all that information that you need to. Links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our email address, podcast at disunplugged.com. Then, as always, you can um, you can subscribe to us here on YouTube so you can keep up to date with all the videos that we release. And make sure you're leaving comments down below and you're hitting that thumbs up button. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, of course, make sure you're subscribed there too. Rate and review us. We do appreciate it. And just as a reminder, once again, we will be back next week with our last episode of the year and then we will be on hiatus so uh, <laughs> so thank you very much to everyone out there for listening and watching we hope you appreciated and enjoyed this episode we'll be back with you next week for our last episode of the year of the disunplugged universal edition but until then remember we still have not changed the name <laughs>